Hello and welcome to The Link Podcast. The Link Podcast is created to build community through conversation. We focus on stories of creatives, business owners, community leaders, and all-around interesting people from the community of Lincoln, Nebraska. We welcome you to come learn about your neighbors as we have conversations with them and discover their stories. Cool. It's real good. They make strong mimosas also. Yeah. I had like, <laughs> I had one mimosa. Oh, yeah. And Brooke was telling me about oh, yeah. it on Valentine's Day. Like, and like, we had some mimosas and <laughs> Stefan said he was feeling it. <laughs> well, guys, if you can't tell what we're talking about, we're talking about Gabe from Honest Saves, Sebastian's Table, etc. And ground, just ground up. The ground up. That's what you call ground it. Up. Yep. That's their, that's their uh, parent company. Yeah. I didn't so. ever realize it was a thing until I walked in the door today, actually, to, I, I went to Honest Tapes before this. <laughs> That's awesome. Just because I was like, oh man, I'm hungry. Like, what sounds good? Honest Tapes does. Always does. <laughs> Makes sense. I, I, it was on their door. It was a little a ground up company or whatever it was. But yeah. So now I, I didn't know that. Now I do. Yeah. I mean, this, I feel like this episode is just really cool to just see like the, not only just like the business side of it, but also just like the people side of it that they focus so heavily on mm-hmm. and like it shows in what they do. Not only is it amazing food, but it's like also amazing place to like be and like hang out. Yeah. Which um, is like what you guys will learn, like very important to them. Yeah. yeah. It's it's super cool. We go in depth from starting a food truck with a $30,000 loan and hoping it works to four Honest Abe's locations. Yeah. And, um, sorry if that's wrong. <laughs> and uh, Sebastian's. <laughs> it's super, it's super cool. It's a fun story. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Hope you enjoy it. Also, if you guys enjoy it, don't forget to share it. Come yes. on. Come yes. on. I want to hear, I want to see that support. Just like you share food with your family, you share this podcast with your family and your friends and your friends and, uh, and your the siblings media. you don't even like and uh, all the people that follow you on Instagram that you yes. don't follow back because you're too cool to do that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy this one. <laughs> As always, this podcast is sponsored by Carlson Projects. Living in a home that doesn't suit your needs can be exhausting. Carlson Projects guides you in transforming your home into a place that gives you rest. Anyways, well, cool. Well, let's just get started. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Hello. Hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's super good to have you on. Thanks, like, man. Um, I'm glad we were able to make it work. Um, like I said before, like, it's super interesting to me. Like, you have probably two of the most recognizable local restaurants in Lincoln. And, like, only people who know you know it's yours. Yeah. So, I think that's, like pretty cool so i'd like to know the kind of the story behind like why you guys got into restaurants how that came from did you grow up in lincoln you can start kind of wherever you want sure kind of ask questions from there yeah um well thanks for having me on by the way of course um yeah so from lincoln uh business partner eric also from lincoln we're actually cousins uh maybe people who know the business don't know that um but yeah so why Lincoln? I mean, for us, I think it's always been kind of like, I mean, let, let me start a little bit earlier. Like for Eric and I growing up together, uh, we played in a band together. We, uh, hashtag waiting for Gabe. No. Throwback. Where are the CDs at? You guys have like a pile of them here, right? Yeah. You guys can probably my, listen my to parents, it every night. My parents might in their basement somewhere. <laughs> Wait, what kind I of- had some CDs and they were never opened. <laughs> what kind of music was it? Oh, and Stefan, you know what I what I did, and I'm gonna like, put you on the spot. What what kind of music was it? It's kind of like because <laughs> I don't like, know. It's kind of like Reliant K, like rock and roll kind of sure. style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we wrote it and and uh, enjoyed. You know, I mean, we know. I, I think we took ourselves moderately serious. We thought we were better than than we were. But <laughs> we had a really good time. But so yeah, so Lincoln um, City is where we grew up and and i think we've got a lot of people in this town that that we love and i never really had any aspirations to move 
anywhere. There's times where I've thought about it. Um, but for Eric and I, it was kind of like this friendship that we've had for a long time. And um, like his brothers are super close with them and family functions and all that kind of stuff. So, so kind of to maybe go up to like 2011, from childhood to 2011, there was times where maybe we weren't as close and and uh, he went off to Seattle with his wife and came back with a culinary art institute degree. And it's like, dude, I got, I got this awesome idea. Super mm-hmm. pumped. I want to open a food truck. And I'm like, okay. That, I mean, that sounds that sounds cool. So, yeah. But, um, do you want to like grab some ingredients at the store? Show up to our our place and let's cook some food and eat it and. And then the more we kind of to rekindle that that friendship and um, ate food together, it was like I started to kind of think, man, this is actually a really neat idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started started to kind of uh, express maybe some of his goals and his vision for the company and some. And things. what were you doing at that point? Yeah. So uh, a couple of different things. I was I was uh, mowing yards um, for a while and then working at a mail house here in Lincoln. And it was really just more or less like, what can I do to make money? And, For sure. And uh, yeah, I think it, we had had a little one and and uh, kid at home and mortgage and married. And so for me, it was more or less like I didn't really have anything set in stone yeah. for me as, as kind of like a, a craft or anything that I could say, well, this is, I had some dreams, some things that maybe I thought about doing, but nothing that really kind of um, was for me, nothing that had settled. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for it. And uh Eric kind of came into to back into my life in kind of a probably a really important time because I was kind of at a crossroads at the job I was at before. Um, yeah, it just wasn't a good environment for me. It wasn't I wasn't growing. I wasn't really making. There's no way I was going to be making more money than than I was at that time. And so it was just really kind of a stale moment where I'm like, growth needs to happen. And so, yeah, so he came back and started talking about this exciting. Um, like entrepreneurial, I'm going to open restaurants. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that, and, and uh, so we kind of agreed to go into it together. And yeah. And did you had you had any desire to cook anything at that point, or was it like was that in your family at all, or a little bit? I, I think like not personally. So for me, like the cooking aspect is is fun. Like it's mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think there's art and uh, chemistry and science and all sorts of stuff that you could say is, is a part of cooking or baking. And But for me, um, growing up, maybe with seeing my mom baking fresh home bread and, and you know, all Monday through probably Saturday night, she'd be cooking a home meal for us. And, wow. wow. And yeah, and, and put a lot of work in the kitchen. And, and, you know, a lot of it's like stuff that she's given us now. She's kind of handed us like um, special ingredients to her cookies that she'd make or whatever. And so, yeah, I think there's some passion I had maybe as a kid in, in the kitchen, just watching my mom. Um, but it wasn't really something that I craved as much as I was more excited about being in a business where we had control, mm-hmm. control of how we, we ran it from the culture of the business to the, the right people that we hired to the path we could take. And, and uh, some of those kind of things were more exciting to me than the food. So, like, even I had a lot of friends that were like, "Dude, uh, a restaurant? Like, you're gonna what? You're gonna open? <laughs> what are you doing?" Because yeah. I never actually worked in a restaurant. I'd never, uh, you know, I think a lot of these people who probably opened restaurants had had been a chef in, in the kitchen mm-hmm. and thought, "Man, I'm I'm so good. My my flavors are so great. I just need to open my own place." Yeah. And that wasn't my story at all. Um, but yeah, much much more Eric. So so anyway. Yeah, not much of a. It's kind of that's a, cool. Yeah, I mean, for that's me, so like, sweet. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, like the journey for me isn't as much about, um, not just about the food. I love the food. I love like when my wife and I go on vacations. Even now with the kids, uh, we like to explore. You know, all, all sorts of yeah, different genres of of uh, food and different restaurants, and we kind of it's like yeah. the best part about vacation. It's just it like is. how do you like find the cool spots the cool and it's like the first thing most people probably think about like okay we've landed or we've we've arrived to our destination like what are we gonna eat what's yeah what's for dinner yep so yep absolutely and i'm always like the like is there a local place that maybe has like four stars that we could Mm -hmm. maybe try and how do you find out maybe on yelp never yelp no it's just a whole lot of Google searching, I think. Okay. It's At least Google, like when like it's we Google like travel sometimes. in like groups. Like what do you like 
What do you do when you're like with Brooke? And it's you guys Google sometimes, but it's also like, and I think Kyle would agree with this, but it's also like Instagram, mm. like location of like where you are. Right. And then just like clicking a hashtag I and seeing about some that. food. And I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. Pictures, like there's this right? place I haven't been to in Iowa that I want to go to so bad. What is, what is it? It's called Lincoln's Pub. What? Whoa. It's Ironic. in Council Bluffs. What is it that you've seen? Their pictures are amazing. Okay. And their menu items are like, I think, really cool. Hmm. And they have a, their own like gigantic, like huge pizza oven. Like that's kind of the like restaurant built something. around. Yeah. Nice. And I'm like, I want to go there sometime. But I've that's... just never been, but I still follow them on Instagram. Yeah, like Instagram, <laughs> Instagram gives you kind of like um, a story. Mm-hmm. Like I, I yeah, like, like something you, to follow. Yeah, like, and they're not just a story, but like literally, like you get to read and, and learn about about a place you want to go explore, and that's part of restaurants, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that yeah. people can enjoy about them is the experience they can have, and kind of takes you to a different place. Whether you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, and you're having tapas, and you're like, man, this reminds me of Spain. Um, yeah, experiences in restaurants are, I think, unique. Mm-hmm. So you went for a food truck that was like the first thing that you were like yes let's let's start a food truck yeah what was the process of getting into that because did he have like all the equipment and everything figured out i feel like having a food truck would be like i don't know kind of a nightmare yeah oh it's it's, so scary all the time i say it's like the hardest thing we've ever done jeez it was just the two of us so so we had nothing when we started uh, we went to the bank and, and, and the bankers looked at us and they're like, There's not a lot. <laughs> you guys don't really own a lot. I'm not sure we're going to give you anything. In 2008, there was a pretty significant yeah. you know, economy crash. And so we're, we're starting this business in, in 2011. And they're like, well, you know, what are some things that maybe we could use as collateral? And we're like, my, my wife's car is worth something <laughs> Eric's wife's car is worth something a lot more than our cars. Yeah. And, uh, and so we we kind of got to like the I think it was thirty thousand um, dollars for for a collateral loan, and within like two or three weeks it was like eighty percent gone. So we bought a, we bought an actual truck mm-hmm. and a trailer and bought some equipment and and uh, so that's kind of how it started. And yeah, yeah, I, I remember walking out of that bank, and and I hadn't even like we hadn't even spent anything. We had this money, right? On a piece of paper, it just says $30,000. I'm looking at like, what have I just done? Like, are we really gonna do this? And were both of your families on board at that point? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they were excited yeah. for, for what we were gonna do. Cause we, we'd kind of expressed to them some of um, like what we aspire to be as mm-hmm. businessmen, like things that we wanna do in the future with, with a company. And I think that that sometimes can sell people. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the idea of a food truck is like I'm sure there's a there, I'm sure there were people in my world that were like shaking their heads behind the scenes like my you know my kid or, or my brother or you know whatever my friend is is kind of doing yep. this and I don't think he even he he knows what he's getting into and 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 uh, they were right they were right I had, I, had, I had no idea what I was getting into but um, but yeah so I mean starting a food truck man was just it was amazing it kind of it kind of gave us a small grasp of what running mm-hmm. a business is like, you know, um, how, how to save money, how to buy the proper equipment, how to train yourselves to be good leaders. I mean, there's these small things, these attributes about who you are as a business person that that can um, transfer down the road. Yeah. And uh, so some of that was good. Um, but like I said, it was really, really hard. Yeah, you know, for sure. So did you, so you bought the truck, you got the trailer, you said the money was spent within two weeks or I was like a couple weeks and like most of the money was gone and we're like hmm, okay well, we've got to start paying that back at some point like yeah. we need to get this thing up and going yeah. and we already had a menu set so like I said Eric had been um, like when he came back from Seattle and he was excited about all this stuff it was like alright let's let's make a sandwich like okay let's go I'll go to the store man I'll pick up some ingredients we'll be back and uh, it was called the Cuban it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't an actual Cuban for people that, that know what a Cuban is. It wasn't mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, it was and it later named the Washington, but it had like um, spiced pulled pork and awesome sauce and, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, romaine lettuce and 
Peppadu peppers and ooh, yeah, like <laughs> it's one of my favorite things we've ever created. But but it was so the had, first, yeah, yeah. That's it was sweet. our first, yeah. It was our first sandwich. It was our first main item, yeah. So it's like that's why we ended up calling it the Washington. Okay, that makes sense. Kind of after, yeah, the first president, right? And I don't know what this president theme is. I don't know why we go that route. <laughs> I was saying Seattle, Washington. No, no, no. say that. Yeah. So going into it, like. It was branded Honest Abe's from the beginning. Is that what it was? So or? Ground Up Restaurants is, is the DBA. So yeah. actually the food truck was called Ground Up Kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So totally different um, or GUP is what a lot of people called it. Um, yeah. So the brand for Abe's hadn't really existed mm-hmm. at that point. Like it was, we had talked about burgers um, kind of like in the, you know, future. Like, hey, we'll come yeah. back around to that idea if we can. Um, but to to get our business off the ground, we gotta we gotta ah, start with this food truck. Nice. And yeah, because honestly, like the idea of like jumping into a brick and mortar and signing a lease, you know, for maybe three years if you're lucky, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Especially like, and I think probably way harder than a food truck because you've got a lot more responsibility, yeah. right? Yeah, you got a financial obligation to this contract you just mm-hmm. signed. Whereas if I mean a thirty thousand dollar collateral loan is was terrifying to me. At that time, it's not as terrifying today, thinking about it, but definitely in that moment, um, it was very real and, and understanding you have to owe this money and, and anyway. So, yeah, so the food truck was was fun. And yeah. we, we, so, so we opened it in, I'm trying to think if it was, I can see this, I can't remember the dates, maybe August of 2011. Mm-hmm. And it was closed a year, almost to the date um, of that. Um, for for good reasons, so we'd kind of launched Honest Abe's in in that mm-hmm. meantime. So so did you? Was it like automatic success? And then you were like, all right, we need to start this brick and mortar thing. Or how did like the food truck? Yeah, no, it wasn't actually. Um, so we were lucky to see maybe two or three people Whoa. in a given yeah lunch rush. So we'd open at eleven and then we'd close at two. And where um, was it at? So like Eighth and M, okay. we'd park down there. Um, where else would we park it? Where there's a there's a barbecue restaurant now off 83rd and O Street. We used to park in that when it was a different different place, and and we went out like maybe on Shapers, but yeah. So we had like three or four different spots, spots that were private because yeah. we couldn't park in, in public uh, properties. I know they're trying to change that now, which I uh-huh. think is cool, but but back then it was like okay, let's just let's just find some places people are cool, and maybe we'll bring some traffic to to their to their mm-hmm. location, and yeah. they can you know get some sales, but. Um, so yeah, that was it. But no, it was it was not. I mean, I wouldn't classify it as a success in terms of, you know, customer acquisition and and you know sales growth and and none of that like was happening. It was, it was mm-hmm. the reverse of that. Actually, we felt like we had a lot of people up front, and then it kind of you know trailed off. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, and part of that was the winter. I mean, we opened it in like one of the hardest seasons. Like you think, oh, when, when you would open a food truck? Well, let's just open in the winter, right? Because we're in this big metal box and. I don't know. I don't like feeling my toes, you know, for a couple hours. So let's just do that. Um, and that's what we did. But but it was worth it, man. That effort, the amount of effort it took for us to just to keep going. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like that sitting in that truck and not seeing a single person for three hours and knowing that I just quit my job and we had a lot riding on it. Um, yeah, it was, it's a tough, I mean, I've always looked back on those moments with a ton of fondness because I'm like, took a lot of guts, took a mm-hmm. lot of guts for us to do that. And uh, I'm really happy that we did. So, so anyway, so it wasn't well, a success in, in the, the other terms, but it did it did launch us into the the company we have today, and it gave us some opportunities to to grow. So, I'm just thinking in my head as a business owner, I'm like, like you had thirty thousand, and then like on a loan, necessary essentially, and then like you said, it wasn't that many sales and whatnot. So how did how did you try and springboard that in? I mean, I guess a normal business owner might be like, man, this didn't work. So let's just close it down. Well, out of necessity, I think. I mean, part of it was this dream, right? We've talked yeah. about this this dream, Eric and I, for months and months and months leading up to. And I'm sure in that food truck, you were just stewing. Yeah, you know, right. Shooting out all uh, the ideas, like, how do we get out of this thing? <laughs> yeah, well, we we're trying to keep it cool because there's times when you get pretty stressed, you know, and we're looking at each other like, what have we done? Um, but, um, but yeah, like, I think, you know, part of who we are in 2020 in particular, we're kind of going back to the beginning and what are some things that inspired us from the beginning. And, and those mm-hmm. those gut truck days were kind of some of the most inspiring moments, really. We'd see these people come up to the truck. We're just so happy to be there. Couldn't wait to take their first bite of whatever mm-hmm. they're about to consume. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
yeah, like that, that those moments were kind of like really important to, to our future. And they are, I mean, just as important then as they are now, definitely. But, um, but for us, it was like out of necessity, like, okay, we need to grow as a company. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't keep doing this. My wife and I were literally making, you know, um, paying our bills, you know, our mortgage and whatnot through savings. So mm-hmm. what we had saved up to, yeah. you know, to the point of where we started this, this business, um, was kind of going going away pretty quick, and we're like, this isn't going to work for long. And like I said, so the the burger idea on a stage was kind of something, not the name necessarily, but the the concept of burgers was something we talked about mm-hmm. um, in those months leading up to opening the food truck. And so maybe four to five months somewhere in there, we we decided, all right, we got to get got to get this this brick and mortar burger restaurant off the ground and yeah, and get going. And so so yeah, we kind of launched it not too far after that. What was the steps um, from the food truck? Like, did the name come first? Did the space come first? Like, I don't know. To me, those are super interesting things. Of yeah. Like, did the concept happen and then you were just like, yes, let's figure it out? Or like, how did it? Um, so I would, say that, I would say the, the, the flavors came first. So okay. like the, the things like the creations part of what Eric is, is, you know, a lot of people know him is known, known him as being kind of, this creative genius who was capable of creating these really amazing recipes. And uh, we, we had done that. So that kind of came first. And, and that was part of the reason why we're like, okay, we're not going to give up on this burger concept because we've mm-hmm. got really amazing ideas. Um, but I don't remember if it was the location or the, the, uh, the name that came first, but I know we were looking for spaces at the same time we were mulling over um, different names for, for the burger restaurant. But we looked at a couple spots in Lincoln and thankfully, my dad talked us out of one that was downtown. That would have <laughs> honestly, with the trajectory of where we are today, would have probably never happened. Wow! Had had we um, went ahead with that that first idea, it was just the rent would have been way over our heads. We wouldn't have been able to to handle um, the overhead costs. And so, thankfully, started in that 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 strip yeah. mall, right? Yeah. What what did, this is just a question that I would I guess would kind of hold on to is like what. What did your dad say that made you not want to sign it? Because um, I, I mean, for me, like when I'm set on an idea, it's yeah. pretty tough to talk me out of oh, it. Oh, for sure. Like what? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, what do you think it was where you were just like, yeah, you're you're right at that point, I guess. Uh, I think it was it was that. And he probably I think made it, a joke about it because that's kind of who your dad is. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. He probably <laughs> did. Like the whole thing's a joke. Why are you guys doing this? No, I'm just kidding. But like, um, no, I think he just talked business sense into me mm. right and i think most entrepreneurs who are more more of like my story um who have little experience and i mean honestly even like schooling for me was totally different i was at the university for music wasn't even thinking um business at that time um i didn't i didn't really know i didn't understand how that that rent would be just would was you know totally tank the concept within a year or two probably I mean, you never know. Maybe it would have been okay, but I really don't think that it would have been. So I think that he talked some some business sense in, mm-hmm. into me, and and we kind of sat down and looked at the numbers more seriously. And I think we recognized, all right, this is just a little bit too much for us. And any amount of years you'd have to sign for for a lease, and it just wouldn't be smart. So so yeah, like I said, thankfully we kind of went went a different direction. We found um, kind of a more humble location which is kind of our motto from the beginning too. Like, you know, we really, we started with very little mm-hmm. and I think starting in a humble location was was a good thing for us and, and um, you know, just a wise business decision. So, so yeah, and Honest Abe's, um, the name was kind of like, I'm trying to think, I mean, we were with um, a good friend of ours, his name's Ben, he had Old Chicago. I think we, we had a couple beers and we were just hanging out. <laughs> we're like, man, we got this really cool idea. Uh, help us. This guy's so creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a genius in his own right in his creative sense, but, uh, we're like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta come up with a name. And I think we started talking about like inspirational people and, and I, I don't want to take credit for it cause I don't really know who said it, but somebody yeah. said, what about Abraham Lincoln? Uh-huh. And then, uh, somebody said, what about honest apes? And then, uh, we, oh man, we were all, we were so stoked. Like, we're like, this just is was it. like, the table yeah. was this yelling at that moment. Yeah, we were pounding the table. We were putting <laughs> the table. So like, we all ran out of the restaurant, you know, like without paying our bills. No, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> but we were, uh, yeah. And I might like kind of rule of thumb for me is like, if I'm super pumped about something, give it 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Or if anything, just sleep on it. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning and you're still excited about it, you're, you're probably right on. Yeah. 
And so that was like my recommend. I remember saying like, let's just wait. Let's let's not like not let it matter anyway. It wasn't like we're gonna go like <laughs> yeah. register the name or something with the state or anything. It was just like, all right, let's just let's just wait. Um, woke up the next morning and I was like so excited. This is it. This is the name. And uh, then Burgers and Freedom were kind of you know obviously part of that and and yeah. So the branding is just it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. It's yeah. like it's just. It's it's insane to me that nobody else has done it. Like at that point, I, yeah. I, I I don't know if you felt that way when you like came up with it or not, but I'm like, this is this could be a national sense. chain. Yeah, as far as just like the name goes, I think it's hard to know but, what you have, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just hard to know exactly like how people receive the idea of it or, or the name of it. But absolutely, I think that it was something that we were like all three of us were like. This is a winner. Um, yeah. this, this name, anyway, the concept had had a lot of proving to do, but mm-hmm. but the name was was a good start. So then that was at Meadow Lane. Yeah, Meadow Lane, Seventieth and Vine. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meadow Lane happened. I just remember like the first time I walked in there, and I was just like, "This wow. place is tiny." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it was like eighteen seats max, and it was always full. It seemed like yeah, it seemed like every time I was there, yeah. I was always full. Well, we were always paying our siblings and paying our family to show up, and <laughs> we like it. Like yeah, we get like news channel to show up right when we we. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, we were fortunate to have. <laughs> yeah, right up, you know, right off the bat, man, we just had. I think, you know, Lincoln loves to try new things. Mm-hmm. There's like a new restaurant, new concept that that's that's just um, opened. I feel like that first week, people like just flood that place, which is great. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think it's hard. It's <laughs> hard. makes it hard for the business. Yeah, well, for the people like we running it. we just figured it, it out. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And that's why I always say like, you have usually, I think you have one chance to mm-hmm. win somebody. Yeah. You have one chance. And uh, so, like, when if you see a new face walking in the store, like, you got to impress that person. You mm-hmm. should be doing what you're supposed to be doing anyway by providing great service and doing everything you can to, to make sure the food is the exact same way it's supposed to be. But but as far as, like, seeing that person in, you know, kind of a unique moment for them, that they're mm-hmm. showing up to our, to our store and they want to consume our product, they've chosen to spend their money. Mm-hmm. on our product yeah. where they could have gone somewhere else and more conveniently got it in a drive-thru yeah um that's a cool thing it's an it's an honor you know for us to, to have people that that choose abes yeah that's really cool that's sick yeah did you like so i guess the, within the first couple months where you just like because you closed the truck and you were like probably somewhat disappointed I was relieved because I was still running it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, yeah. I'm so tired of dragging this big trailer. And I got a car accident. Somebody pulled in front of me and I ran into her. I mean, it was like, I'm so over this thing. <laughs> I, and I, you know, it was like, yeah, it's kind of a badge of honor. Like there's there's the people who've worked for us the longest who had a chance to, to serve mm-hmm. out of that, yeah. that truck. It's kind of a badge of honor. But it, but no, I mean, just to be honest, like I was so ready for it to be done. And yeah. Yeah, just operating out of a brick and mortar. And you have, you have like, you know, a dish pit and you got a huge refrigerator. And we ended up putting a walk-in in the back. Had a big hole cut in the building so we could put a walk-in in the back. And that yeah, was a big deal. But, yeah. So, so you had a lot up. of space. Which, <laughs> yeah, a lot right. more space. Yeah, yeah. so like 18 <laughs> seats. But so our goal from the beginning was, okay, let's, let's just see if we can sell 50 burgers. Just 50. Just today. Really? And yeah, that was our, our goal. 50 burgers a day. Maybe we can pay a couple people to work for us and maybe maybe we'll make money too. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> that was our goal. <laughs> That's like 50 awesome. Burgers. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, you know, we've been able to do more than that. So we've been able to, we were able to hire more people. And I would say within probably six to eight months, uh, we felt pretty confident that we had something. Mm-hmm. We had something. So. And then when did, when did the... When did the thought, because it came, it was like tr- food truck, Honest Abe's, and then Sebastian's? Right. Yep. Okay. So what, where did that kind of, okay, let me, let me back up even more. Sure. What kind of, it seems like you guys, you and Eric both have kind of specific roles. It's like, he's kind of like the mad genius that creates all of these things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how do we make this happen? Right. So like the maybe the visionary and like the integrator or yeah, whatever. Yeah, on the ground. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more of like the, the 
there's a book I read. It's called The Spark and the Grind. And I'm like, he's mm-hmm. more the spark, and I'm more more the grind, like day to day operational mm-hmm. stuff, like with with the staff. And he does that too. But but uh, he's definitely like, hey, I got this idea. His sweet spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you need that. You need yeah. that in a partnership mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So if it's not if if you're not the one person who has both of those things, and you got to have at least two people with with you know something. Yeah. 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 So was that like Honest Dave's was two months old, and he was like we need to start this topless place or yeah, yeah, like, yeah. or was it already even before that? Well, so like originally before we started anything, we're like, okay, we're going to open a burger restaurant, a topless restaurant, and then some other restaurants. Really? I don't want to say what they are because yes. there's they no reason come. to let the yes. cat out of the bag, but there yes. are other concepts that we thought this would be fun to either bring to Lincoln or, or to open in Lincoln. And Sebastian's table was actually his, I think it was one of his final school projects mm. that he worked on. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And uh, he had been to Spain with his family years and years ago. And I, I don't know if that is what specifically inspired him for this concept, but like part of what I was talking about earlier and going kind of back to to the beginning for, for what's like really inspired us in this whole thing is like an opportunity to really push the dining scene in Lincoln. It's mm-hmm. like a legit thing that we care about. Um, and Sebastian's Table is a tapas restaurant. Like people are, like, what does that even mean? Like, yep. the education behind it has been really, really challenging. And when I say educating, I mean, like, the people that are sitting at a table. A guest is sitting at our table and a server is trying to explain to them, this is the concept. This is the yeah. restaurant, you know. And uh, so that's been challenging. We knew that. We knew it was going to be hard. But we're like, man, Lincoln just needs to keep getting pushed. A little nudge here, yeah. nudge mm-hmm. there. And not we to like say that, to sit comfy. It's, yeah. We do. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I like the drive throughs I mean, I, I'm not going to lie and say I don't. <laughs> Um, I walked in here, I thought I smelled McDonald's and my, <laughs> I kind of was like, wait, somebody got a fry for me? But, uh, but seriously, like that's part of the excitement for us as, as a business is that we get to push the boundaries mm-hmm. and in a way kind of force people who are in their cozy chairs to kind of try new things mm-hmm. and experience maybe a different um, style of food that they've never had before. And, so it's a neat opportunity, and that's exactly what Sebastian's table is. It's mm-hmm. it's more fine dining, absolutely, but it's it's all about like being with your family or your friends and enjoying special moments yep. um, together. And and for people like who maybe don't know any better, they're going to eat something there and they'll be like, "This is the best thing I've ever had." Yeah, yep. I don't know why it's better, <laughs> but I know that it is. <laughs> yes, it's just better. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, I, and I mean, every, food is subjective. People are going to be like, "Oh man, I still love you know." Pizza Hut. It's my favorite pizza. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, that's all right. Yeah. Um, but but I think people have Sebastian's and they'll sit there and like, they'll just love it. Mm-hmm. So undeniably, it's I, in my personal I eat the unbiased slow, opinion. I eat the, best. The, I eat the slowest there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I'm you're like, the one that's at the end. You're like, man, you ate all the Brussels sprouts. I don't like Brussels sprouts, but I like everything else. He doesn't okay. like anything that's green. Yeah, pretty what? much. I, I, have, I have a very limited palate. Okay. Uh, but like, we'll go there and I'm just like... One, I don't feel rushed. And two, like, I just want to taste every single bite. Yeah. Like, I actually want to, like, experience every single bite. So, right. I'm not, like, just, like, let's get it over with and get out the door. Yeah, and like, I think that we all kind of, and I'm just as guilty as anybody else. Like, you sit down in a restaurant with your friends, your family, and you're just, like, super hungry. And you're eating as fast as you can. You're, you're maybe staring at your phone or you're not paying mm-hmm. attention to your loved ones or your friends. And it's like, man... Sebastian's is like trying to push back against that. It's like, yeah, look at the person sitting across the table and have yeah. like a real meaningful conversation with that person mm-hmm. while you're enjoying some of the best food that you've probably ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, for sure. I, that's yeah. how I feel about it. You yeah. know, that's like, super I'm really passionate about this stuff because I think that's like part of who we are for Eric mm-hmm. and I, like the, the business and the idea behind it. It's like, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. Food kind of it's like, yeah, it tastes good or, you know, maybe it's what I like to eat or whatever, but it's like, it's about bringing people together. Yeah. I think that's what Sebastian's does. I yeah, agree. I wouldn't doubt it. If we, if we spend any money, <laughs> it's on food. We were just, my right. wife and I were talking about that last night. We are like, if we go and sp- like, we don't splurge a lot on stuff for sure, but like, we'll go and spend good money on food. Yeah. Cause it's just like, it's one, an experience and it's two, like memories that we can make together yeah like experiencing different things without like leaving the city yeah 
So, so it happened downtown. Yes. So your dad's wisdom didn't step in there and was like, no, no don't, don't pay the, Dad, where don't are pay you? that rent. Yeah. Uh, no, maybe it did, but, he did. but some of the, maybe yeah. it did, but maybe he, maybe, maybe he said something, but, uh, Abe's had probably taken over, um, and was like, oh, it's going to be great. Abe's is going to do well. So we can just open a different concept and, yeah. and that'll be great as well. Um, I don't know. I think that that's probably one of the lessons that this last year was kind of hardest for us to learn is that growth can be amazing and providing uh, of a lot of opportunities for not just ourselves but but the people that work for us mm-hmm. and it can also like derail things mm-hmm. it can make and make make life really difficult and, and so growth you, takes cash takes cash takes a lot of money yeah <laughs> even it, if it's growing right it's just like where's all of this money going <laughs> where is all the money that we need to keep it going yeah, yeah. um yeah so sebastian's table and we did it really really as frugal as possible like mm-hmm. we we were really smart with how we spent money there i mean we did almost i shouldn't say almost but we did a ton of the work mm-hmm. um and we called around the city trying to get you know some of the cheapest bids we could and so we tried to be as smart um and strategic as we could yep to to opening to launching sebastian's table but we also wanted to do it right mm-hmm. um so we brought on a lot of people um in, in the beginning and and thought we had a pretty good idea what we're doing but uh, food, I thought was great. Um, I, I think that once you're inside the building, there are some some nuances to it that maybe were a little bit different. But for the most part, it was like, hey, this is cozy and and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but things that we didn't we didn't know that would be difficult were, were really kind of time and place. Mm. So I, I as I said earlier, I think we want to keep pushing the city and be like just a little nudge here, nudge there to, to to enjoy a different experience maybe they haven't had. But we couldn't really afford that back then. We couldn't afford to sit back and and wait for the city of Lincoln to catch up to a concept that we thought deserved more time. Mm. And so we kind of had this this idea that we didn't we didn't want to do it, but we had this idea. Well, if Sebastian's doesn't work out, we'll just open on tapes here. Mm. So that was even like from the beginning you thought. Maybe if it doesn't work, let's we do have this thing that names. does work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think we kind of joked about it, like, ah, yeah, if Sebastian doesn't work, we just making an Abe's. Yeah, um, <laughs> with that, you know, like really not wanting that to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we kind of saw the writing on the wall, probably about a year and a half in, we're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta make a change. We gotta be smart. Um, and so, so obviously we did, and that was, yeah, that was really hard, but a good decision. So a lot of the people, the, the business professionals of downtown mm-hmm. who we thought we'd be seeing on a regular basis over the lunch hour at Sebastian's were there all the time when Abe's rolled around. I Dang. see these people in business suits and I'm like, come on, where were you? <laughs> yeah. Six months ago, you I needed you. You guys supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but either way, I was happy to see people coming in to eat. Was so. it a thing that like. Cause I know like there's businesses are like not like always keen on opening like a second location of the same business. Like what were your thoughts on that? Like yeah. when you did decide to like open a second Abe's great question. And so third, yeah, and fourth, yeah. And fourth. And I fourth. was actually just, <laughs> I was actually just at the fourth one like an hour ago uh, <laughs> and it was lovely. I thought I recognized that smell. <laughs> no, honestly. Um, so Eric and I never intended, um, to open more than like, we didn't ever want to duplicate an original concept mm-hmm. that wasn't the intent hmm. um and i think we recognized that through metal lane we we grew that to a point where we were like not able to we we're at capacity plus people were not we heard all the time i just don't go there anymore man because I, I i'm getting tired of never right. having a seed or always getting it to go and yeah. so like okay we got to do something about this it's a great problem to have um so we expanded down to the corner and added like probably 80 seats or whatever it was and that was a great thing. It was mm-hmm. a really great thing. Similar story. I just don't go there anymore, man. It's like 15 minutes away from my live. And every time I show up, there's a line at the door. And so that was part of it. It was like, all right, well, Sebastian doesn't work out. Maybe we could we could change it into Abe's. So mm-hmm. yeah, so originally that was, that was never part of the dream. That was never part of like the business plan. Like, okay, we're gonna just, we're gonna have one crazy concept that just goes amazing and we're just gonna duplicate it. Um, but we recognized like, okay, Abe's could help provide um, a journey for us, maybe different than how we saw it, but mm. um, kind of a kind of a cool thing. And so, yeah, so opening the second Abe's downtown was was definitely a hard decision, but a good decision for yeah. us. Yeah, that's, I, when I heard you guys were doing it, I was like, oh man, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like downtown is like the hardest place yeah. to do 
anything. And it's kind of a black hole. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. I mean, I love the downtown. I want to get mad at me for saying yeah, that. No, but like, I love downtown too. But it, it, for business owners, I just think it's the hardest place on to keep ropes, I feel like the entire time. We've, yeah. heard, we've heard so many times, um, even the first time we opened on a stage, people let us know, well, good luck. It's not going to work out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times, countless times. Even the original Honest Abe's location, the first day, maybe the first or second day after we'd signed a lease there, and we had put all these um, pieces of paper up on the windows to kind of block the insides to kind of create a little bit of this excitement towards yeah. something. I walked out and this guy came out of the next door um, location and, and looked at me and said, well, what's going on in there? I said, oh, we're going to open a burger restaurant. He's like, oh, good luck. This is where, <laughs> this is where restaurants come to die. And I was like, what? No one told me that before no. no, but I mean, we, I can't, you know, yeah. can't remember how many times I heard that because I, I heard it so often. And, and similar story to downtown. People are like, oh, don't do that, man. It's not going to work. You know, they got this restaurant down there and this competitor. And, and I've always told everybody, man, I know there's a lot of other restaurants out there, but nobody's doing it like we do it. Most definitely. And uh, I think that Abe's is special for, for a lot of different reasons. But but uh, the flavor profiling that we the, we do for our burgers is... I think extravagant. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> extravagant. <laughs> it's from, unique. I, I, from I, I, yeah, the cheap seats. <laughs> extravagant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was that? Who is that guy? Back. Um, so yeah, the second concept has has done well. And it was a good thing. Good, smart decision. Then so, when did so like coming up to I guess today? Like how did the South one kind of happen? Did they come to you, or did you kind of like develop the space? Again, uh, so these are all things that I'm interested in. Yeah. So if you have any questions, I I will ask you. The can, yeah. You can answer, ask them. But you're all, you're you're, going on, you're cooking today. I just you got some good questions. Though. I just love business and I love talking with you about business because I know you're passionate about it. Yeah, thanks. And I like like understanding where businesses like come from and how they make their decisions. I think mm-hmm. that's entertaining. So yeah. Sorry for the listeners who are like. This is this really, is so this boring. This is all business talk. What's going on? <laughs> but uh, it's my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's good. So yeah, the third and fourth location. Um, yeah, I think it's a similar story to the downtown and and expanding at our original location to the corner was. We just have so many people nonstop, mm-hmm. and and I mean that, and I, I'm trying to say that in a humble way, and I'm, I'm not trying to sound arrogant at all, but we would always be contacted by people. Hey, if you put one out south, you know, I could bring my family or I could bring my friends mm-hmm. or when people come to town, would take them. It's just, you know, it's, I don't know, for people it was like too long of a drive and or they didn't have enough time for for their lunch break, you know, at work or you whatever nudge it was. harder. That's what needs to happen. Come on. It's not convenient enough yet. Okay, we'll open one out north. Oh, but you didn't put one out south. Like, you know how expensive this is? Just stop complaining. Um, but, uh, Just drive an extra five minutes. Yeah, come on. The bus, it's like free for you, maybe. I don't know. But Essentially. It's, I mean, it's, it's close not, enough. Yeah. It's yeah. not free 99, but it's getting close. Yes. So anyway, but yeah, it's... Yeah. I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah. So, so like this, the <laughs> South one on 84th. Yes. Like how did that, Sorry. how did that development even happen? Cause I mean, that was, that piece of land was just a desolate, barren land Field, for, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Well, I, I hope mean, people don't still think that. No, I, I don't know. think it is at all. It's like, it's the, super cool how it like has gotten developed and it's actually like seems to be there's working. a stoplight yeah. there now it's, yeah it's a spot now oh man yeah a lot of people on 84th street are forced to look at our signs now because we we, we really wanted that man that um, sucks <laughs> <laughs> oh heaps okay i'll turn yeah. yeah um no i i mean yeah i think there's a lot of locations in lincoln that we've been looking at mm-hmm. uh had had been looking at it for a while and we were fortunate that we opened the third, when we opened the third location, it didn't really impact us in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good thing for us. And and so right away, I think as we, and Eric, Eric more than me, um, I think is always dreaming and uh, excited about the the next thing. And, and we knew we wanted to bring Sebastian's table back. Mm-hmm. And so when we opened that third age, we we're like, all right, Let's kind of fix our eyes on a location in Lincoln where we think that that could that could work, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's yeah, kind of we came about on that Glen Oaks um, location, and and I think opening Abe's was was like again like tons of people um, on the south part of, part of town were always like, hey, open one close to me, 
And so that had a lot to do with it. And, and also maybe another Abe's to help support Sebastian's because we knew it was going to be a pretty expensive mm-hmm. adventure over there in Aspen. And do you think, so was the, the building already up yeah. or were the plans Just a shell. Or? So they just had okay. a shell. Yeah, dirt floors in, in, inside. And yeah, so that was like a first real time of working through um, yeah. this whole process of having mm-hmm. an architect and and meeting weekly and that's probably really sweet though because you could really create your own thing yeah that's, that's exactly how we, we saw it i mean with abe's we thought okay well this is kind of like we'll, we'll do the subway tile up to a certain height yeah and um, the bathrooms would be a certain color we'll have concrete polished floors i mean we had we had a chance mm-hmm. to really call the shots mm-hmm. and uh, we still messed it up there's some things we wish we'd go back and change about it but uh that's construction yeah, it always is, right? You get to the end, like, oh, I, forgot. I forgot to add a bathroom. Oh, can we go? No, I can't change it? Okay. But but like, yeah, I mean, so it's it's kind of one of those things. But yeah, it was a process. It was it was really, really exhausting, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so excited in the beginning, and then you just get burned out yep. towards the end. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we were, we ended up opening quite a bit later than we had anticipated. And, and we kind of felt like that, unfortunately, was kind of a negative impact on the opening of it. But but uh yeah, we we love we love that area and and I think honestly is Lincoln of city uh, city of Lincoln continues to grow out that direction. It's just gonna yeah. increase uh, the population in that area, and I think that we'll get more and more people to that yeah. area. So I absolutely agree. That's cool. So what yeah. what made you what made you want to do what made you want to do Sebastian's again? Yeah, so Sebastian's like is part of us just like that's just who we are like from mm-hmm. the beginning like we, we didn't ever want to quit on that concept mm-hmm. so that kind of goes back into what i was saying earlier where it's like hey the city of lincoln needs needs this and i know that sounds super arrogant and i don't yeah. i don't want it to sound I don't arrogant think it sounds arrogant okay. at all mm-hmm. no. i want I, I like there's a lot of people in the city that that love good food mm-hmm. and kind of are like all right i've been to this location i've been to that location all right let's just go to omaha because that's mm-hmm. like the other yeah that's the other restaurant we can go to right because yeah, yeah. it's got a bunch of spots up there and and so that, that has a lot to do with it um and also i think that like our dream was just to just to be the best yeah. we wanted sebastian's table to be the best um restaurant in town and we're like we gotta bring it back because it wasn't the best obviously <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta bring it back and yeah. uh, we gotta work towards that goal again and uh thankful we've been able to do that so yeah we had brunch the other day there and I was just like, holy Did you get crap. too much food? It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. We got like halfway through and I was like, all right. Calling it quits. Yeah, I need to stop. Check. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was amazing. Well, thanks. Um, how did, like, you're in business with your cousin. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously you said you guys were close and kind of, grew apart because he moved or whatever like what's that like because i mean i'm in family business so i know there's like dynamics that are just different yeah so like would you i guess wade into those waters a little bit of like yeah what what that's like as far as like being family and owning a business together we had a lot of people um in the beginning saying oh don't do that that's a recipe for disaster it's not going to work out um yeah, I, and again, I think just as I said, opening the business, I really didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I think that that also I could say is probably true of the relationship with with a business partner. You don't really understand what it is, but yeah. I would say it's it's fair to um, equate it to being married mm-hmm. um, in a certain just a term of how committed you are to that relationship. And and for me, there have been some hard times between Eric and I, but honestly, like I could count on one hand how many times we've actually argued. For sure. Like legit argued about something. We've been frustrated um, at things. And sometimes the frustration is less about each other as it is more about things that didn't work out, mm-hmm. whether it was an employee or mm-hmm. um, operational things or, um, you know, Sebastian's table not not working the first time around. Or and we've done a lot of other co- concepts. We've had cookie company, or not cookie company, we've had cookies. Um, we've done like catering and we've done some of those kind of things that, you know, have probably created more stress. I mean, running the business in itself is very stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, restaurants is kind of, it's not, I'm never gonna say it's harder than any mm-hmm. other business, but it's a different It's a different beast. Yeah, It's got a lot of different moving parts and, and things that you can't control. As mm-hmm. soon as you step outside of those walls, there's just, there's things that you can't 
can't control um, outside of furthering training your staff and, and hiring the right people and and all those kind of things. But um, but yeah, I mean, so there have been some rough moments for Eric and I, but I think we've just we've respected each other mm-hmm. um, a lot. And I think there are things that he shines at that I know I don't. Mm-hmm. And for me, the perspective is to let him shine in those moments. Yeah. And, and um, there are things that he knows that I'm great at with people and communication. And and he kind of backs off those things and, and kind of lets me run with them. And, and I think that's where we've kind of been able to define our roles a little bit. And that's helped a lot. So in the beginning, it was like, all right, Eric, what's next? Mm-hmm. And I leaned a lot on, on him and 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 for some of the 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 beginning stages of things and now i I feel like there's a little bit of you know he's leaning on me for some of those things which which i think is great so we've really kind of grown um in that relationship as a a partnership and respected what it is and i think that's helped a lot but it doesn't mean it's ever easy i think there's certainly been a lot of hard times and and like you were just saying family i think kind of only you know, magnifies yeah. issues yeah, absolutely and uh, it magnifies but it also like puts them under the surface too because it's like right i know uh-huh. i know what's gonna make that person pissed off so yes. i'm gonna wait to share that because i want to show that i know what i'm doing <laughs> like right. just speaking from experience yeah right. <laughs> scott but it's also like <laughs> but it's also like it seems like that relationship has the it's not I don't even know you could give a better cooking analogy, but it's not it's not trying to mix oil and water. Like it's oil and vinegar. I don't even know what yeah, it would red be. Vinegar yeah, red vinegar. Yeah, something like that. Right. Where it's like you guys have kind of figured out your roles and now it's like meshed really well because it's like it sounds like you know who you both are. Yeah. And it's like, you're really good at this, I'm really good at this. Let's play in our areas. And I mean, that's the same thing with us. Yeah. It's like my brother, Scott and I are both like really opposite people. And I'm kind of more of the Eric and he's kind of more of the you. Yeah. So I'm like, you take care of people. Like, right. you do that and I'll figure out what's the next fun thing we can build, you know? Right. So I think that's super cool. I to- think there are things about it from the beginning when we talked about like who we are, how we want to mm-hmm. run the company. The kind of people we want to hire, um, the environment we want people to be working in. Like we want people to feel valued, we want people to be respected, and we want people to be taken care of. And and uh, those those principles haven't changed. Those core values of who we are um, were already there, like mm-hmm. in the beginning, in terms of what was important to him and what was important to me. And I think that has a lot to do with partnerships working. Mm-hmm. So especially through the rocky times, because it's like, all right, well. Maybe things aren't great right now, but at least we still agree on mm-hmm. the core values yep. of why this thing exists. Why mm-hmm. does this thing even, um, you know, open? Why do we Why do we continue to hire people and you know have more guests in a restaurant? Like, there's some yep. core values mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that that really matter to us. So, Foundational, yeah. And just to because even if you lost everything, you're like, we did everything in our absolute power to do it the right way. Right. Like, exactly there was anything else we could do mm-hmm. if that would ever happen yeah. like, and we've we've got to that point too where it's just like we had two fairly rough years and it's like you know we treated people the way we wanted to treat people we did everything we could possibly do mm-hmm. it's like okay like and we all still know the other person's not out to get somebody yeah you know and, and there there are things like certain conversational topics that have to take place on a regular basis yeah things that that might make you uncomfortable you're mm-hmm. like just keep talking about it yep <laughs> like you're saying earlier things yep. that you know we're going to get in under, under that person's skin it's like um it's good to keep talking about things like that i think in order to keep a healthy relationship yeah that's that's super good yeah should we jump to questions we do got you have any questions? a few um so from our instagram followers whatever you do if you've got any I don't know if I, I got Care it. to investigate. I did a bad job of posting on my story, but we've got one <laughs> that says, uh, have you ever thought of doing like a breakfast style restaurant? Oh, yes. Mm. So, like anything associated in like the businesses that you have. Some, some, yes. Some brekkie goods. We have, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> it'd be kind of like your gutter palette location. Mm-hmm. Like you just, everything, anything and everything yeah. would be on the menu. Um, have you ever been to Denver Biscuit Company? Yes. 
Okay. So good. I know. There was like one weekend I was in Denver, I ate there twice, and I was like so sick <laughs> of like the idea of eating food, but I was like, I don't care. It was worth it. Um, like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about that um, frequently. So, yes, we have. Um, I wouldn't say anything's in underworking. You don't have to dive too deep okay. if you don't want okay. to. Yeah. Yeah. We're not forcing you. But if you, you want good breakfast for you, just go to brunch at Sebastian's. There it is. See, it's, we do We do just breakfast. wait an hour. Freaking good. You know you're sleeping in anyways. It's freaking <laughs> good. Uh, and then one is, uh, what's the best drink to pair with a burger? And then can you maybe provide a few examples from your menu? Ooh. Oh, man. The best drink like at Abe's? It's got to be the birthday shake, in my opinion. It's got like a, a million sprinkles in it. So <laughs> you... <laughs> Suck out of that straw carefully, because yes. no, I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> but that's great. I mean, that would be my my go-to personally. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like for me, I'm just pretty classic, like the Coke bottle, and and I would probably personally my personal um, burger favorite is the Fuzz. It's got pork belly on it, some spinach jam, onion jam with spinach, and um, or just the GBE greatest burger ever. That's like most popular burger there. That's why it's got the name. <laughs> I know. I Come know. on. Dude, I can't stuff. get over your guys' sweet tea. Yes. That, what is it now? I apple, should know. It's the apple, apple cinnamon, cinnamon one. Dude, I get an Arnold Palmer with that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, Stefan's a. Uh oh. So we learned, uh, we were watching some show, and so like an Arnold Palmer is just like regular iced tea and lemonade. But with sweet tea and lemonade, it's called swamp water. What? Yes. So Stefan is the like swamp water connoisseur. Connoisseur. Oh, no. <laughs> like that's southern tea right there, yes. right? Yeah. Like yeah. sweet, sweet, sweet tea. Sweet tea and lemonade is called swamp water. Okay. I don't know. It's interesting. Ooh, it's very good. It's so try good. Because <laughs> I'm a big, like, I'm a sweet tea guy for sure. Like, I am born and raised in Lincoln, Nebraska, but will prefer sweet tea over any iced oh, tea too, any day of the week. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that cold cold tea that has no sugar in it. What even is that? Just water. Why? <laughs> Why did you like mix dirt in there? I don't yeah. even know what it is. You it's, say it's tea, but I don't know. It's don't water. Know. Yeah, Kinda. <laughs> it's you... water diluted. Somehow it tastes worse than water. It's cold tea without sugar. It's like that's like and what then it you is. put ice in it. It dilutes it even more. <laughs> Do you don't pay for that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any uh, uh, like? things that you would want people listening to know about um to know about you guys or about honest daves or about sebastian's or Mm. anything like that that maybe would be something that um would either sway them to go to your restaurant or just like an interesting fact i don't know yeah you can uh, think about it man i don't know that's a good, good question i think like maybe this is interesting from the consumer's perspective to know like 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 what's inside my head from a business mm-hmm. person's perspective is like that i care more about the people that work for us than mm-hmm. the sales yeah and and i care more about um knowing that they're being taken care of and that i like trying to encourage the managers to understand like hey you have an impact on people's lives mm-hmm. so like yeah maybe this isn't like the profession of choice for you like in mm-hmm. five years you know maybe you're going to be doing something that you like really love and that you're excited about and you've always aspired to be like that's awesome i hope we can be a part of that that journey mm-hmm. but for me it's like while you're here think about impact think about the people that work underneath you the people that will go into their to their realm or wherever their neighborhood is or to their to their lives and 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 uh, if it's goodness or how they treat one another, um, we have we have impact. We have mm-hmm. a chance to make a difference. And so, like when you dine in our restaurant, you're like supporting that in a way. Mm-hmm. And and I know maybe that sounds kind of cheesy or a little little off kilter. Maybe that's not what people are thinking yeah. of. Um, but like to me, that's so important. Yeah, running a business and and having a bunch of people working for us is like a great honor, and uh, we love it. Um, but like knowing that people who work for us can be part of making a positive difference and and their community i think is is really much more significant to me i tell people um all the time that you know 60 years if i'm still blessed to be doing what i'm doing i'll be really old I'll be really old <laughs> yeah i should have went with 50 years but uh so in four i'll go down 40 years if i'm still blessed to be doing what i'm doing uh I really hope that I look back and 
and know that we did it for all the right reasons. Mm -hmm. So the way we treated people, uh, provided opportunities for people, um, pushed creativity in our in our city. Um, like the people that worked here really enjoyed their jobs. Like they looked forward to coming to work. Mm -hmm. They didn't necessarily love scrubbing a dish. They yeah. didn't love making that same burger a thousand times the exact same way because Gabe and Eric won't let them change it. <laughs> um, but like they really genuinely cared about their job mm -hmm. and, and and a chance to, to grow, um, learn life skills, stuff like that. So when people consume product in our stores, like that's, that's part of what you're supporting. Mm -hmm. And okay. so anyway. And I, feel like I can see that the intention that you carry it with is maybe why like Honest Abe's is always busy. And I think that's like, it's like it's another business in Lincoln, but it's like you guys have some sort of magic that is just like bringing so many people to like your guys' locations like every day of the week. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we're not as busy as I'd like sometimes. I, I do appreciate you saying that, but mm. I think like. I mean, I think people love local. They love yeah. they love like supporting people that they know. And and Eric and I have been well connected. Um, probably because we had like ten to fifteen people show up to the Waiting for Gabe concerts back in the day. Like, <laughs> there's just so many people have like listened to our album, you know, because it's so good. Um, but honestly, like, I think that's part of it. You know, mm -hmm. people just they want to support something that they believe yeah. in and, and so i i appreciate you saying that man i think that maybe some people have heard that that story and know eric or they know me or or they know some of the people that have like the diehards the people have been working for us for like eight years um now that that they know their story and they want to support them as well mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah i think i always say like everybody's always like support local you know buy whatever local or you know and i'm always like to me as a local business owner too i'm always like that means local needs to be better. Yeah. And like... 100%. I'm going to support local if it's mm -hmm. better. Yeah. Like... That's our job, right? I'm going to go to... Yeah. I'm going to go to Chipotle if... If a the local burrito good. place isn't better. Yeah. Like, that's just how it's... How it is. I'm, and I'm a local business owner too. So, yeah, yeah. go to... A, a corporate company and get your remodel done whatever and we've heard that from people right and people have been like ah oh, man it's the second time i've got my order screwed up or something i'm gonna go to you know wherever and i'm like that's okay i respect that we're yep. gonna earn you back we're gonna yep. make it right yeah but, but i respect that decision Seriously. and that's what i and that's what i love about it is like it is better and you are treated different you're setting the bar like that's the thing and that's like to me i'm like okay that's what local business should be and that's what i think lincoln needs yeah to keep growing mm, is right. like i mean i think of goldenrod pastries too like awesome every time you walk in there it's just like their stuff's so good it yeah. not only is their food amazing but the atmosphere is amazing yep so it's like yep i'm gonna support that absolutely so um yeah i don't even know where i was going with that but i totally get it yeah yeah like cool. being in the back end it's like pretty cool to see and like for like goldenrod it's like there's so much work that goes into running like a local business to like make sure it stays on top of its shit. Mm -hmm. It's like you gotta just right. hustle. Yeah, and like the uh, the consumers and most people don't see that, mm -hmm. or you know, like the people have never worked in a restaurant, like they just don't, or done construction or whatever. Like they don't they don't respect the amount of work that goes into that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's worth it. Yeah, I think so. We also have one more question. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't know that. You're totally good. <laughs> uh, I was almost, when you started asking that question, it was way too good of a question to cut off. I was like, hey, you should hold that in the air while I ask this final question. <laughs> um, how did you have the courage to take on such a big business with a risk, like, wait, with like the risk, like you had a family to support? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it definitely. I mean, any any startup, has risk yeah even if you got a ton of money or if you have very little money there's always risk involved mm -hmm. um and i think there's other things too psychological emotional physical i mean there's a lot of other risk involved with with entrepreneurs and um yeah i think for me i was so excited about similar things that i was just talking about like when people choose to eat at honest apes they're supporting I don't want to say it's a cause. It's not a cause. It's a for-profit business. So I'm not. I'm not trying to act like. Yeah. People should eat there to help everybody out. I mean, we want to sell burgers, but like, um, like there's some passion involved. Yeah, you're doing to, it with intention. It's 
obviously to sell burgers, but yeah, but we want to be like we want to be like leaders in in our community. We want to we want to do things right by the people that work for us, and and I'm really genuinely excited about creating opportunity for people that work for us. Like that, yeah. like gets me excited. Like if if we're doing more stores or if we're opening different concepts or whatever it is, like that's giving another person a leg up. It's giving mm-hmm. them a promotion or giving them, you know, a higher salary or whatever it is. And, and that's good for them and their family and, and their future. And so, I mean, anyway, so for me, like, I think there was some of that probably in the mm-hmm. beginning that I was so excited about yeah. the idea of running that. You're I, just like, we've got to do it. It's like, going to work. Yeah. There's no way we're going to fail. <laughs> People are like, there's some crazy odds though for restaurants. It's like within the first five years, 80% mm-hmm. of restaurants close. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like within the next three years, like, another 15% will close. So like getting mm-hmm. to year seven and year eight is like pretty monumental. Yeah. And uh, so as soon as we got to year eight, I just wrote it off. I'm like, hey, we're good. Don't need to work anymore. Everything's <laughs> solid. <laughs> the odds are in our favor. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but seriously, like that was a pretty big deal. But yeah, so risk is, is always, and even as like this last year was a really hard year for us. So we opened Sebastian's and, and then the fourth Abe's and, and like that was hard. Mm-hmm. really hard a lot of growing pains a lot of um like small like mistakes here or there that may be caught up to us and and we've learned a lot which has been good but yeah so it's it was all worth it though i think and for me to say like my wife from the beginning was so supportive she was so on board with with this and i think that she's definitely been you know by our my by my side but also just as, as a business she's always been supportive and mm-hmm excited about what we're doing and and so for me like that's meant a lot because i think that if you don't have somebody in your corner rooting for you it's really hard yeah. mm-hmm. for people to, to always think oh i'm always self-made I'm like eh, maybe you are but no you're not if you've, you've had somebody <laughs> that's provided affirmation yeah but you know i mean so that's been key for me too so um yeah, she's been really supportive. And, you know, most of the people in my life, loved ones and you know, yeah. my parents have all been very supportive and excited. And uh, they like to eat at Sebastian's quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So we're okay with that. Heck yeah. That's super rad. Yeah. Dude, you do such a good job of telling a story and like talking about what you do. Like seriously. Oh, thanks. It was epic. Well, good questions. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just messing with you. It was good. No, it was <laughs> great. <laughs> I had Tell me I'm bad. Just, just say it. It's okay. I can handle it. No, I'm just kidding. We're probably, probably the worst one ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have. Can, can, can I cool it dumping this one in the trash? Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three weeks later, like, why is this yeah. the one the one podcast that nobody wants to listen to? I told you you should have done a video of that guy's yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Any, anything else that you can think of off the top of your head that you'd want to share or? Anybody want to shout out? Yeah. Oh, what? Anything? Shout out? Anything. You can you do it. The floor is yours. Oh, yes. man. I don't know if I have any shout outs. I'm not good at that. <laughs> um, kudos to all local business, though. People that have risked a lot and worked tirelessly. People that have put in 100-hour work weeks to get where they are today. Even if it doesn't seem like they've grown an inch or earned another dollar, it all matters. So mm-hmm. kudos to everybody out there. 